Welcome to As You Were, a podcast about Alkaline Trio, where every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. And this week, it's We Can Never Break Up. We can never break up. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I would not know. Um, no, but do you get it? Like, weed. like, uh, like the band Weed? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're saying ween wrong first and foremost. You, you, it's with an N. Never got into Weezer. Oh, well, you, you knew a lot of their songs in our Patreon episode where I quizzed you about them. Well, yeah, our, I, I, all right, I've, I've been, I've been caught. As you were a podcast about Alkaline Trio. Every week, we can talk about one Alkaline Trio song, but so, we can. Continue talking about one Alkaline Trio song on our podcast as you were a podcast about Alkaline Trio. Do you get it? Or we can talk about a Smoking Pope song like we did last week, which uh, people seem to really enjoy that little episode. Babe. There you go. Uh, I would like to go on record. Our uh, homie, Tom Sheehan, over from Axe to Grind, he hit me up after that episode went up and was like, hey, you should really, you should really give the, uh, the reunion records a fair shake. He's like, they're better than you think they are. And you know what? He made me a playlist I listened through. He's right. Uh, I still think the uh, high school concept record is definitely shaky lyrically. But Stay Down, good record. Like, I remember getting it when it came out, and it was uh, much better than I remembered it. So I want to own the slander I gave to that material in our last (laughs) program. I own no slander, but I do love Tom Sheehan. Boy, do I love that boy. David, before we get started, I want to take a second to tell everyone about an organization close to us and close to our community here at As You Were, and that's PT Partners in Bridgeport, Connecticut. PT Partners is a grassroots, resident-led community organizing nonprofit that aims to rebuild community in P.T. Barnum Apartments, a low-income pub- low public housing development in Bridgeport. Part of creating an environment where residents thrive is to uh, erase the division and rebuild a sense of community within this housing project. P.T. Barnum's vision is to recreate a P.T. Barnum community who works together where resident leaders are empowered to actively drive change to break down systemic and institutional oppression in their lives their neighborhood and the greater bridgeport community we'd like to encourage everyone listening to visit pt partners bpt.org and to consider a donation you can also follow them on instagram and twitter at pt partners bport and shout out to Tamson. Thank you for joining us this week. We're here to talk about a song called We Can Never Break Up, which is available to most on the Remains mm-hmm. compilation. But where where did that remain from? Where's the original remain? Oh, the remainder, we as we call that in, uh, in math circles. Uh-huh. If you were a math head, you'd get it. Uh, but it's okay. Um... We Can Never Break Up was recording during the Crimson Sessions album we know, we loved, we've resequenced, we've talked about in every conceivable fashion. 
at this point. And there's still more songs <laughs> to talk about. There's it's a long record. There's a lot happening. Um and this was a B-side to a single for Time to Waste. Aha, Time to Waste the first single off the record, weird first single, but we've already <laughs> we've, we've talked about that topic at great length. When we resequenced Crimson for our Patreon, patreon.com slash as you were, I believe that we both put this song on our reimagined versions of Crimson. I revisited that last night because I wanted to see, and I did not, but that's also because I, we we did two different things, which is you brought in a lot of, I only brought in one B-side that we talked about as being fair game, but I also cut it down to i think 10 or 11 tracks i wanted to shave some time off this thing um and Mm. i think as i said in the crimson podcast it's not or the resequencing podcast it's not due to the quality of those songs being low well aside from maybe one uh (laughs) but it was mostly i just wanted i wanted to try and make this record tighter because i think there is a world Mm. where you got a 10 or 11 song crimson in a five or six song EP six months down the line. And it's just a much better experience for all parties involved. Mm-hmm. There is a greater world. Uh, I certainly put it on mine. And I I feel like this is a song that has just a really, really nice uh, energy to it. You got a, a cool guitar lead on there. It sort of follows in the vein of a Blue Carolina or if mm-hmm. we never go inside where it is so lovey, but it works for me. I mean, I always really like this song. And I think it does something that's really nice because I think this song would make sense on Crimson because Dan is really doing the counterpointing to Matt and Matt's doing so many long just really kind of epics uh-huh. and Dan's kind of jabbing in there with stuff like this. And I think I would prefer this to a poison, for example, on the record. Well, you mean the poison? Um, or... Yes. Excuse me. The poison, the titular poison, um, of the rock band poison. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to play my hand too early. We're only a few minutes in. So I'm going to, I'm going to say nice things about this for a while, but I'm going to make a turn and, it may shock you. Um, but this song, I mean, from the first time I heard it, I was really taken with it because it's that type of Dan, good morning, like wife guy vibe. Uh-huh. But like, it almost kind of like feels like a metaphor for the band, man. You know, uh, we'll keep working it and working it and working it and working it because they dance so much, you know. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. That's an, a known thing for the Elkline Trio. Um, but I just think it's it's got a lot of energy. It recalls to me almost like if like she took him to the lake and Blue Carolina were like mashed together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a cool vibe. With a nice matte guitar lead, this is another one of those like Blink-182 uh, resume builders. Yes. <laughs> so simple, but so effective. Um, and... I what I really like about this track too is that I think they turn the vocal processing up 
Mm-hmm. A, a quite a bit more than it is even on Crimson where Dan's vocals all have like a healthy amount of filtration on top of them but here it's really nice it's really like befitting to the track itself um i think that you know it's it's just one of those like very quick first chorus first chorus tracks um really nice harmonies from mm-hmm. both Matt and Derek, especially like Derek hits some like low ones on yeah. love, which are really cool. And it's a really interesting choice for harmony. Um, yeah. I think this is like one of those, one of those songs that it definitely like breezes by, but it's, it's got enough like freshness to it that it works for me for sure. Yeah, and I will say this song worked for me for a long time. And this is through no fault of the song, but I had a moment where it kind of... I don't want to say it got ruined, because I've been really enjoying listening to it a lot as in preparation for this, even though I know it very well. Mm-hmm. But I was in a grocery store a couple years ago, and I heard a song playing over the PA system. And I was like, fuck, like, like just like generic song. And then the chorus hit and I was like, oh, that's the lead to We Could Never Break Up. And that song, my friend, is back here by the similar trio, B.B. Mac, who, if you do not remember them, uh, had a little hit with that song back here in 1999. Um, Back here, baby. And yeah, so the problem that I realized was that the vocal melody to the chorus of Back Here and the was the guitar line at the beginning of We Could Ever Break Up are basically the same. Uh, so when I hear We Can Never Break Up, my brain plays Back Here by B.B. Mac. I know that, first of all, you did say you you told me in pre pro that there was gonna be there is gonna be a turn and I'm I'm terribly sorry for having no poker face and really not spending any time like building to that turn because I just like tell me tell me what the turn is David but mm-hmm. oh man I know that song quite well I mean this is this is the late nineties we are in a Backstreet Boys World mm-hmm. and BB Mac. I mean, they were a three piece, little different than your standard issue five piece. Now, I know people out there are saying, but Tim, what about LFO? I remembered LFO, but they only had one hit. BB Mac also only had one hit. I am, man. This is truly like a a moment. I mean, here's the thing. I can cop to the fact that the vocal melody and the guitar line are not one-to-one. They're not the exact same. Mm-hmm. But the songs are clearly in the same key. And when they are singing the back here chorus, they've got a little arpeggiated guitar thing. And it's just the way it all plays together, I just hear these two songs the same and they're not really close but it does sound like one could 
be a punk cover of the other to some degree. And that has made this song very hard for me to listen to because my brain is broken. Um, strangely enough, there's not that much information on the BB Mac, uh, Wikipedia page. Really don't, there's really not learn much about how this band came together. They were certainly not a, a Lou Pearlman joint. Um, no, but I'm going to tell you something, David, that I, we, we can work this out a little bit, like as far as the psychology of it goes, but BB Mac was on an episode of the Disney channel program, even Stevens. Really? Yes. They were, it's sort of, and Jay and I were talking about this the other night because we watched the episode of King of the Hill that No Doubt is on. Mm. And she talked about how a lot of the, how when she sees like music being performed by a band on TV gives her a type of like secondhand embarrassment watching. She's just like, there's something that just never really works for me. Mm -hmm. And I said... (laughs) I said, you know what's what's weird is that I think about the episode of Even Stevens that BB Mac was on probably once a month. Really? I I don't know what it is, but I remember the entire setup for that because it was like a radio contest and and Ren Stevens' friend Ruby was like obsessed with BB Mac. She even wrote Ruby BB Mac on her uh, on her folder and there's this whole like goofy ass like cameo from a like whatever group at this point because mm-hmm. we're pretty far removed from back here days yes yes so you're scraping towards the bottom of the barrel when you're getting bb mac on your show but there's something about it that just is etched in my brain and i don't know what it is but that has to be a phenomenon that we all kind of have, right? A, like weird uh, particularization of a, of a thing that you watched or a memory that just, for whatever reason, pops into your head all the time. I mean, there's one I have. Um, not exactly the same, but kind of similar. Do you remember a little show called Home Improvement? Oh, <laughs> I don't think so, David. Mm, yes, Wilson. Um there's an episode where, uh, you know, one of Tim's sons, Tim Jr. the third, goes goth, right? Oh, that was and Mark. Yeah, of course yeah. I remember. And he's got the spiked hair and the makeup face, and he's wearing a Neurosis Enemy of the Sun t-shirt. <laughs> and for whatever reason, like, partially because I love Neurosis, uh, that image just comes into my head constantly just absolutely all the fucking time um so i know exactly what you mean and it's fitting that we're talking about this after last week when we talked about a band who had a song featured in clueless which featured the great american ska punk band the mighty mighty boss tones in it oh my um God. yeah full circle um sort of uh yeah bb mac also 
I think for years I, I like I heard their name and never saw it spelled. So when I actually searched for it, I'm like, oh, it's like spelled in the dumbest possible way. Oh yeah, BB Mac, all one word, M A K. Yes. Get the fuck and... out of here, you damn Brits with your color OU. What? The color and the shape. Um, yeah, so I didn't expect you to have a BB Mac story. I'm very glad you did. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, wow. Even Stevens haven't. I did think about that this week because someone sent me a meme of Shia LaBeouf and even Stevens, and then him now, where he's all like ripped and tattooed and said, listens to despise you once, which, you know, <laughs> true. Um, so yeah, I hope I didn't ruin this song for other people, but I feel like there are times where that happens musically, similarly, like where you hear something and you just can't fucking unhear it and you fixate on it for the rest of your life. And unfortunately, We Can Never Break Up is just one of those songs for me where it, like my brain made this connection and it's been unable to let go of it. Damn. It's going to take years of therapy for you to work that out of there Mm -hmm. um i really like this song it's it's super cheesy and and it like it really toes that line of dan where it feels like he's just getting over the top but there's something about the energy here that just like makes it work it makes the kind of i don't know the the punniness of it I think all works within the charm of this song, even down to the, you're like a song in my head, like a la 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 la. I love that shit. Well, and it's funny because I was thinking about this, like this one really does work for me where all the cheesiness, it it just melts away. It's just what the song is. I don't, it doesn't bug me Mm -hmm. at all. Um, and I think it's, to your point, like, compositionally very solid. It just kind of rushes through. It doesn't linger. It's got enough, like, energy in it where it doesn't feel like a ballad love song, which, you know, can be great, can be really bad and awful. Mm-hmm. But it's it's almost this really interesting counterpoint to a song we talked about a long time ago on the next record, which musically I think is really solid, really airtight, but is absolutely sunk by dan being in a similar space and that is of course love love kiss kiss Mm -hmm. blah 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 um which the the la 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 blah 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 is a very obvious like connection point but i think he's going for a sim i you know just uh uh you know blah is the latin root of la that's where it comes from obviously um so it's just one of those songs where it's like that's one where it's so close to being good where like musically if that had anything else over it i would have nothing bad to say about it Mm -hmm. but this one somehow (laughs) avoids that while being somewhat close in terms of lyrical territory like you're like a test i can't fuck up is like it's so i mean it's the smoking pope's uh concept record (laughs) about being in high school like it's just it's it's a weird thing, but I just don't think about it. It doesn't bug me. And I, I think in a lot of other contexts it could, and maybe it's because they aren't lingering on the lyrics and it's more about them rushing through this kind of like poppy little burner they wrote. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you'd think that this is a song that maybe if it were written in the Good Morning era would like more fittingly slot in to the album, the LP. Um, I think this one doesn't make it because Crimson does have a little bit more of like a vibe going on, um, even with like our resequencings. Um, you know, this one definitely has a cheeriness that I think Crimson lacks. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because I was thinking about it, and like that's the thing is like I think in my resequence. I removed, um, I believe, was it? I was a prayer, which is a song that I love. I, I think it's great. I just don't think it makes sense on the record, mm-hmm. really. When I was trying to condense it down to a more cohesive whole, and you know, I think looking at the fact that like this is really the start of them. You know, they, they were inching their way to making longer and longer records. Mm-hmm. You know, because goddamn it, and maybe I'll catch fire are both right around thirty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I think, yeah, like from here to infirmary is like 38, 39. I think Good Morning's just shy of 40. This one's over 40. They're really starting to push those limits of like how many songs they can write, you know, trying to like make a big album. And th- this is the, the, what you get. Like this is the uh, big album from them in mm-hmm. a lot of respects. Um, but it's one that like, again, not through them not having good material, but it's, I've just always, you know, as we talked, it's always felt poorly sequenced and it does feel long for only being something like 42 minutes long. Um, And I think it's just, it's hard for what is ostensibly a punk record to be that long. Like it's, it's tough. Yeah, totally. Totally. I feel, uh, we're probably, uh, that's probably an era that we're not going to go back to anytime soon. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. And, you know, maybe that's for the better. I, I just think it's, there are certain things that just don't need to be that length. You know, they, they aren't a band who's writing six to 10 minute long songs mm-hmm. that like linger for a long time. You know, they even when we're talking about Matt writing longer songs like Time to Waste, Sadie, Burn, they're basically coming in about four minutes. Yeah, totally. You know, that's... Uh, to, to the our parents' generation, every song is three and a half to four and a half minutes. So, like, mm-hmm. they would think nothing of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's hard not to look at some of that material as, like, I really like this song. It sucks that I think some of them kind of get pushed to the end of Remains because they're mm-hmm. good. Like, we have another one that is, I think, from that same era that I've always loved and, like, did put in my re-ranking because i think it's such an interesting tenor i think the only thing that makes it feel like this song was not ever seriously going to be included on the record is i feel like dan's vocals are mixed kind of low uh-huh and i it just feels like some of those songs that end up on remains kind of got a, a hasty mix uh to go on remains and i i wonder what the i wonder what this would be like with Crimson production, because there's shit in there that, like, unless I'm listening with good headphones, I miss, like, the tambourine shaker thing in the back. You know, mm-hmm. like, there, there's little stuff really buried in there. Mm. What do you rate this one? I'm going to give it a four, despite my uh, broken brain thing, because I think, as it stands, it's a song that, like, 
up until that point always really liked when I can like mentally break from that. Uh, I really like it. And I, it's one that like, I don't know. I, there's not much in the song itself that I think is really worth saying anything negative about. What do you give it? I give it a four and a half. I like it a lot. I think that it's, it's one of those that kind of always surprises you. It's, Mm -hmm. uh, it's when it comes on, and you're not like fully uh, prepared for it. It's just like, oh man, there's another one. Yeah. This is our podcast. It's called As You Were a Podcast about Alkaline Trio. Every week we talk about one Alkaline Trio song. And this week we talked about the winner of a Patreon poll. That's right. You pledge to our Patreon, patreon.com slash as you were. You can vote on the songs that we talk about we also do a little bit of long form on that thing and yeah it's just like such a cool thing to just be a part of really great place to hang out you know come hang we're hanging out there we're gonna have more long form things for you very soon we've got some ideas oh ideas ideas are a thing i got plenty of and uh and friendship is another thing that I got plenty of, and that's why I do this podcast with my friend David, because it's a great way to hang out, spend some time together, and just be like, hey, I like you. I like this band, Alkaline Trio, and remember B.B. Mac? Who doesn't? That's crazy. Um, We'll be back next week with another song. We look forward to it. We will see you then. Thank you, friends.